All right. Welcome, fellow entrepreneurs and goal getters to Entrepreneurial Elevation, Unleashing Greatness Within with myself, your host, Kelly Beveridge. I'm so grateful to have somebody who I consider family joining me today on my podcast. I love her to pieces. We have known each other for around 12 years. And I tell you this, Beth, all the time that one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> Are you crying already? Oh, don't do that. Don't make me cry. <laughs> We're only 30 seconds in. Yet it's true. And one of my favorite things about you, and I tell you this, is you are the most authentic friend I have. You wear your heart on your sleeve. You love giving. I have stayed at your home and you always make me feel so cherished, you and your husband, Paul. And I just think the world of you and I love you to pieces. And I'm so grateful and happy to have you on my podcast so we can talk about how wonderful you are about your very long, successful career and just what you're doing now to shake things up and have fun at this chapter in your life. And before I have you introduce yourself, and I got a little tear streaming down my eye now. So this is the beauty of having this show is I get to have just people that I love on my podcast. Yet you've had such a phenomenal career. You started in Broadway. We'll maybe talk a little bit about sophisticated ladies where you traveled the world and did that. You even came to Canada. Beth is from the U.S. and you came traveling through Banff, I know, with sophisticated ladies back in the day. You've helped your husband with real estate. You guys have done that together. You've done network marketing. You've been backup dancer in so many TV shows that people watch. Be Positive, Two Broke Girls, Grey's Anatomy, and so many more. And now you are a TikTok sensation, right? With the baby boomers making money and living your life daily on TikTok, which I think is so cool. I like to brag about my friend who's on TikTok all the time. You've done things like sing at the Grammys as a backup for the baby. You've got millions of downloads on your TikTok. You've been on Access Hollywood with Mario Lopez. You've been on the Dr. Phil show, so much more. So I'm just, I love talking you up because you're worth sharing about who you are and what you do. And so I'm excited to have you here. Beth, if you can come on and just introduce yourself. And what I would love to start with coming out of the gates is how in the heck at the age of 63, did you start making a living through TikTok? First, I want to say thank you, Kelly, for asking me to be on your podcast. And I so admire you for your courage and giving this platform to people because you are such a teacher and you are a giver and you have so much knowledge in personal development and being an entrepreneur and you are one of the most genuine and loving people I know. You've been such a great friend to me. I'm just so proud of you. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. You're it. welcome. I don't know why I'm so weepy today. I'm looking at Kelly and I'm just so proud of her. Anyway, yeah, if you want to talk about TikTok, it's been one of the most amazing things. I didn't really know what TikTok was. I think during the pandemic, we learned about TikTok because people were in their homes and didn't have anything to do. So they were getting on this TikTok. And the pandemic, on my 63rd birthday, I call from my agent. I've had an agent for 45 years. I've been in the entertainment business that long. And she said, can you hurry and send in a self-tape because auditions, you have to send it in from your home because you weren't meeting people in person for this Grammy singer. And it's 
So learn the words and the song and do a quick video like you're gesturing and dancing a little bit. I thought personally it was going to be a huge choir, you know, and they needed this color of hair, but they were going to have younger people. They were going to have colors, color of every human on stage. So I thought it was huge. going to be huge. I was like, oh, it's my birthday. I want to drink wine. I want to have a steak. I I guess I'll do this video and see what happens. It was like that. I was But Paul was like, come on, you can do this. And he knew about TikTok. When I started to learn it, he goes, that song's on TikTok. I never had heard of the artist. His name, he's a rapper named DaBaby. And so I just threw, I put the words up and ran a Lamborghini, pistol on my hip like I'm a cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. I never have learned any rap song ever. But anyway, I did it. I, Paul said, just put a scarf around your neck and I did a little of this and that, and the dogs were even in the video. It was like, just send it in, send it in. So yes, I got the gig. And DaBaby had hired, he really did an incredible job. He hired six senior citizens to stand behind him. He had a classical violinist. He had two other rappers on with him. The song was rock star. And It was the most amazing experience I think I've ever had. And it caused this incredible sensation. People, they wrote about us. They were like, we were like one of the top things of the Grammys that year. People couldn't figure out. They put us in choir robes. They couldn't figure out where we're supposed to be white judges, where we're supposed to be. Everybody made up these different ideas. The Rolling Stones wrote about us. The reviews were out of the world. It's something I'd never experienced. And it was just so much fun working with him and Charm, the choreographer, who I just recently worked on last Saturday with on a Netflix show. And you're standing up there, you've got earbuds in, and the director goes, okay, this is going out. This is the real one. This is going out to millions and millions of people. You're just like, oh my gosh, I want to do the best I can for the baby. He's up for this Grammy, being nominated. So anyway, Trevor Noah was the host. It was his first time. He's so Mm -hmm. cute. Honey, I love Trevor Noah. And I didn't know he was the host. I had no idea because they had a stand-in for him. And right before we were shooting, doing all these rehearsals in costume, ready to go, he has to go from one act to the other because it's COVID and he has to go from baby to Bad Bunny to Dua Lipa and we were all in this convention center so we had to we could watch everybody it was cool there was no audience and after we got through Trevor Noah goes that was baby and baby Boomers oh funny, there you right? go there's your tagline that's his funniness right Because it was a funny joke. And then he went on to Bad Bunny. So we were going home and I just had this feeling. And I think sometimes you just have to go with feeling. You got feeling. And I hadn't had any kind of desire or or stir for years. And I said, we've got to take this to TikTok. And Paul had said, yeah, he's got this dance challenge to his Grammy-nominated song. So 
my good friend, 45 years, she said, she was in the car with me. And I said, I think we should do this. So we ended up doing it. The song, the lyrics are brand new Lamborghini. We came dancing out of a minivan and the rest is history. Our first video had over a million views. I love that story. As you're sharing, what I'm taking from that story is one, you had an opportunity that came your way and you took it, right? So sometimes we got to be careful what we're saying yes and no to. So you didn't feel like doing the video and putting things together, yet you took it. And it led to all of this, right? So each step led to the next thing. And you're doing what you love. And I think that's what's so cool. And also you're doing something so different, right? So can you share? Yeah, who in the world? I know five years ago, you wouldn't be thinking or had a plan. I'm going to be on TikTok and be living my life and my career through TikTok and doing my passions of dancing and singing and entertaining. And you're still doing what your career was 45 years ago. It just looks very different. And so can you chat a little bit about that? What it's like to follow your passions and do what is close to your heart and trust that process that it will guide you to what might be next? I agree with you, Kelly, on sometimes I didn't want to do the audition. I was, I'd rather, because not a lot had come my way since my son Kelly had passed. So I was, what am I going to do now? And I did take that opportunity and I made myself do it because I just didn't know. You don't know. And what is weird is that it was my 63rd birthday and it was the 63rd Grammys. It just started to feel because we were having, it just started to feel like this was waiting for me. And that swing, when you have something horrible, something else of equal or greater value, I don't know if there's something that's equal to losing a child. However, I had been waiting for something to make me feel alive again. So yeah, doing TikTok, I had no idea what this would be like. We had, Cheryl and I, my friend, we had no idea how to shoot videos really or to edit. So we had to start learning all of that. I think you just have to keep going forward. And for us, I know it's a little bit different for you. With the podcast, you really wanted to learn it and know it. We had 45 years of singing, dancing, and acting, so we knew that part. The technical part, it was the algorithms, it was when to post, all the hashtags, all of this other stuff that we didn't know, And but we just kept going forward. That was the only thing that we could do, is keep going forward, doing what we know and what feels right, and I knew that we could dance and have fun and bring joy, show that age is just a number and really confront this ageism issue that we do have in the world. Maybe not so much in European countries because they do so well with their elderly, but here in the United States, once you hit a certain age, it's like you're done. You don't have sex anymore. You don't do anything anymore. It's like... (laughs) Your life is over after what? Life is over. Yeah. So share, because I think this is really important what you're talking about. So I just went through a massive career change and there was so much fear and angst that I created within myself and indecision. 
And I'm 46. And I think there's different chapters in people's lives. And at 63, you had a career change. So what would you say to people about allowing themselves to have new beginnings? Because it's easy to stay in comfort in what we know and be the best at something or be good at something, even if we're not fulfilled. Yet to have that courage and bravery to say, I'm just going to go and start something new with the all the uncertainty that comes with it and be a beginner again. And it doesn't matter at what age. Yeah, there, don't get me wrong. There was a lot of fear and a lot of fear from people involved that were involved that maybe not, I don't want to do this. Maybe we'll get, we'll get in trouble. For some reason with me, I was like, what are they going to do? Put 63-year-olds in jail? No, I just had this fear. This is going to go. And I think with our personal development training, and that that's a big thing. We learn to be fearless. And when opportunity is sitting there, the train that you and I have had yeah. to go forward. And yeah, it was a little, I'm just really grateful of all the personal development that I've had because you just have to work. You learn how to work with people. You, you learn how to take a situation and keep talking it and working it and making it go. That was my big thing is that, yeah, there might be fear and who cares? I'm, I really, in, in, as I've gotten older, and it's taken me a long time, Kelly, because we're both people pleasers. Mm -hmm. And that's why we stayed so long in our last careers is because we're people pleasers. But we, I feel like I bought into somebody else's dream. You have to buy into your own dream and know what that is and go for it. And also about you personally, I think you're finding yourself to be more authentic than you've ever been. Yeah. And I am that way too. I want to be totally Beth Bowles, the only person. I don't want to be my mom. I don't want to be my dad. I want to be this individual person making my own mark at any age. And I don't ever plan to retire. One, I don't think I can. However, just I'm... Well, and also this is a big factor. I'm never going to have grandchildren. So I'm not going to be the grandmother that just wants the kids to come over so I can take care of them. I'm not going to have that opportunity where I think a lot of people my age fall into that, either following kids where the grandkids go, even moving. That's not going to be ever me. So why wouldn't I want to have this? creative because I, I have this creative need and use it and not be fearful. What, what's going to happen to me? What do I have to lose? I love everything you're sharing. And so what tips would you give? Because I think there's so much truth to what you share that sometimes by accident or default, we get caught up living other people's ideals for what our life should look like or other people's goals and dreams. And it's really important to follow our own path and get clear on what we want and what our values are. And I think that's where a lot of fulfillment comes is when we're in alignment with our heart and soul of what we love to do. And that's the life we're living. Now, obviously, easier said than done it comes with experience and lessons and learnings. And so what would be two or three tips you would give someone to start to follow their own path? I think, of course, number one, for me, the biggest thing that ever happened to me was size seminars, just the bottom line. That set the tone for how I was going to go forward. 
all that I learned. I met you because of that. I would get personal development and not reading books. That does nothing. You have to be in there in the trenches and learning about yourself and the things that hold you back and getting past them. Okay, so maybe someone needs to go to therapy even if they don't want to do like we did. And I'm sure there's other seminars and things out there that work on personal development. But that is one, the biggest one in my life, Stan. Saved my relationship. I met the best people in my life that are now my best friends. I learned so much how to deal with other people. Because when you're an entrepreneur, you're going for your dreams, you do have to enroll other people. You do have to know, oh, that's about them, not about me. Don't take it personally. There's so much that you, that it gives you that you can, is as a tool. The other thing is, I hate follow your passion. What the hell is your passion? I think that's challenging. I used to run around. What is my passion? What is my passion? And I think you have to do more. What do you love? What do you feel creative around? What? Is exciting to you, that sort of thing. Yeah, 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 what really lights you up? And other than that, just keep being consistent in what you want to do. When we started this TikTok thing, we were doing videos the other day, thinking of different things. We were, we really were working on it. We were sending stuff out. We got a social media agent. There was so much there that we could do. You just have to think about all the different things that you can do to move your dream forward. And it might be small. And then the other thing that I know Cheryl and I do with our TikTok is we do Benjamin Hardy's um, Gap or Gain. We're, oh, yeah. always, we're always looking back the great things that we've done. Not, oh, we didn't get a million followers this year. There is no way we're going to beat ourselves up about that. We've done so many other things to be grateful for that that's what you really have to look at. And I didn't learn the gap or the gain until out of the other business. And I wish I would have known it in the other business, but the other business wasn't meant to be. What's funny you bring up the gap and the gain because I talked about that on my first solo podcast about measuring our success backwards, especially for high achievers and entrepreneurs all tend to be high achievers and it's not good enough or I didn't hit that target or I'm not there yet. Therefore, constantly being unfulfilled and living in that land of black. Yet when you measure your success backwards, there is so many wins that you can find and it actually helps keep the momentum. And like you said, be consistent. I would love to hear. So you guys are doing TikTok, which I think is amazing. Yet nowadays, there's so many people that want to be a TikTok sensation or get be a social influencer from all ages. And so what would you say to somebody who has the mindset of it's hard to break through somewhere where it's saturated or everybody's doing it? I don't believe that to be true. That's a perspective and a belief that I don't think serves people. Yet you did it. You broke through TikTok. And what would you say to people who want to follow your path? First, just to go back, the other thing that I would recommend for people is to take a goal setting. I don't really like that, but you did one with Paul. He loved it. He thought it was great. Either do yours or do something where you're setting some kind of sights on your creativity and write it down. A million followers, a corporation, 
whatever it is that you want to create, I think it's really important to write your hopes and dreams down. To get back to your, I don't think it's saturated. I think what you have to do is be authentic to yourself. Those are the people that break through. Cheryl and I sometimes talk, we talk that TikTok's getting saturated. However, we have 630,000 followers and we're stagnant there. So I know we have to think about reinventing ourselves. However, we've also been away. We have elderly parents. We have responsibilities. We don't live together, so we have to organize time. She has a ton of different jobs, so we don't get together like other people that live together or they're just doing it on their own. So to be consistent, I think other people have a better opportunity to break in. But if your passion is cooking, fuck. One of the best things, there's a convention called VidCon. And it's in Anaheim in June. And I would recommend anyone who's breaking into TikTok, social influencing, YouTube, Instagram to attend. We learned so much. You can hear all of these high producers talk. And one of the best things I heard a YouTuber say is you can be a variety show. And I think that's what people lose their way about is, oh, let me try this and this and this. Stay focused on what you are, but do give a variety show. It's we sing and dance, but also we do some comedy. We're good talkers, so we do a lot of lives. There's You want to give a variety, but with your skill. They were talking about James Corbin, the late night host. He was a song and dance man. So he comes over here. People don't know him at late night talk show, but what he does, and he's a comedian, so he does where people run out and do Broadway numbers in the middle of the street when it's hysterical. He would yeah. do stuff like that. And he did karaoke carpool, oh, yeah. karaoke. Oh, yeah. So this is his variety show, but within what he knows best. So when we learned that, we went, oh, we do a variety show within the context of who we are. I think that's the biggest thing is to be authentically yourself and don't go you compare yourself to other people. They're doing really great with this, or maybe I should dance. Are you, maybe dance a little bit while you're cooking. That could be cute to the latest thing, but you're cooking, whatever it is. So stay true to whatever that is that you want to bring to the world and have a point of view. I wanted to bring elderly women that were professional dancers for 45 years onto TikTok. Yeah. That you're uh, people are amazed. Oh, you can still move. It's like, what are we dead? And they don't read our link tree, they don't read stuff, so they don't know. They on our link tree, we have all the shows that we've done together. They don't they don't realize it. They think we've grabbed a neighbor friend and we're all just learning this. No, we're professional dancers. I think that's my I was hoping we're gonna share is to be authentic and you can never ever go wrong with being yourself. I think that's the answer to everything in life, right? Like, just be you. It's good enough. And I think you have to be in in our other business. I was always like, we want you to be you. However, yeah, I was still being me. Don't you think I was me in that other well, business? I, mean, I was being yes, me. So. It. <laughs> yet, However, yet I think you found more of something that's your lane that you want to do for your reasons versus attempting to validate other people. And that was 
And it wasn't a mistake because everything I learned there, I brought into this, right? And I wouldn't know you and I wouldn't know the incredible people I know. And I wouldn't have learned as much as I've learned. It's just, you really have to, I think when it clicks is when you're being authentic to what you love also and be in that lane. And I do believe that entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs, if they make a ton of money, tend to lose it all. Millionaires tend to lose it all and they have to restart. It's okay to restart. Yeah. At any level. Yeah. We both have done it. It's okay to restart and we're better for it, having all the knowledge of the other stuff. Yeah. And so you keep talking about this person, Cheryl. So I know that's the person and your friend of 45 years that you're doing TikTok with. Share a little bit about that going into business with a friend and learning how to have a business relationship and a friendship and maintain that. And so talk a little bit about going into business with friendship. It was great. Cheryl and I, we've done so much together. We were in Europe together. We've done everything from, for some reason, we're the same age. I used to have blonde hair. She had dark hair, but we always got picked. It was like, we need the dark, we need the blonde, but we always got gigs together, done a lot of other stuff. And so have I. It's just, we've stayed friends. It's been great. And I'm glad I have personal development. And I'm glad that she is willing to go on this. I'm so proud of her for going on this journey with me. And I know when she is overloaded. And I know that I think we both know not to, if somebody's having a bad day, take it personally. And if one starts to get a little offy, it's, hey, look, I'm not attempting to, we have to communicate. I'm not attempting to ruffle your feathers. We need to talk about this and be honest about this. And sometimes there are hard conversations when you're dealing with the business partner and when you're dealing with another creative person in general that has their ideas about how things go. So it's been, it's made our relationship stronger and I really am proud of us. I think we both handle it really well. It's, it is challenging sometimes when you're getting out the door with all of your clothes and you have to drive minutes to Cheryl's house or she's coming here and there's traffic and we've got other things and it can be like, oh, is this ever going to pay off? And I'm not sure if we'd still be doing it, even though we love how people have loved it. If there weren't rewards, if we hadn't found that there, this can be rewarding financially yeah. also. Yeah. So, yeah, we love putting the TikToks out there. We love the accolades. We love people saying we love you, this, that, and getting the followers, having the followers, and the people that have become our friends through that. However, after a while, if, you're, if there's not something else, it can be like, okay, enough of the accolades. Yeah. We'll chat a bit because I think what people sometimes see isn't what the reality is. Like, they see you have this first TikTok go up, it gets over a million views, and boom, a couple of years later, you're still crushing it. But 630,000 downloads now on your way, you're getting sponsors, you're making money. And so that's a wonderful. Yet the truth is behind the scenes, you have had to be consistently being creative, putting out content, daily TikToks happening, going, like you said, going on lives, 
traveling to meet up with Cheryl. Like there's a lot of sacrifice behind the scenes and due diligence behind the scenes. So how do you stay consistent and how do you stay creative? I think for me, consistency, I learned from our other job. And also when you're a a performer, you have to take singing, the, the acting, dance classes constantly. So consistently you are keeping yourself in the best tune that you can tuned up. I would say if you are, are doing podcasts, you're, I'm sure you listen to other people's podcasts. You're, you went to that podcast convention to learn more. We went to VidCon. We're going to be going to the Cheer Choice Awards, which we're up for. There's just things that you have to do. Uh, we follow somebody that is, she's called the Mothership that shows you how to do videos and all the tricks. So you have to be learning your craft and learning the craft of Instagram, TikTok, how to format stuff, how to do that. That's a technical piece. And then if you want it to go, you have to. And why is that, Kelly, that some people, they go, I really want to do this, but they're not willing to do the work. And I don't know what that is. And I think it's because they don't find their lane. Yeah, it could be many things or lack of belief in themselves or that could be for so many reasons. I think that's a personal question to put out to the listeners. If there's something that you really want to do and you're not doing it, why and what needs to get put in place? And to some of the things that you just mentioned, I think having a mentor is really important. Like you talked about listening to other things or plugging in, yet having somebody that inspires you that you can follow, I think helps. A mentor that sees the greatness in you until you see the greatness in yourself helps. Surrounding yourself with people who have what you want. So you're going to these events. I'm going to different events. I'm learning from other people. I'm also realizing it's okay to not know and be a beginner again because I'm surrounding myself with the right people. So I think you mentioned looking at your goals and what do you want and investing in your personal development because At the end of the day, if you're not in action towards the things that you want, you're never going to get what you want. Yet to be in action is really a self-process. And that whole personal development piece, I think, is the cornerstone to most entrepreneurial endeavors coming true. Like you've got to have the right mindset. You have to have the right mindset. And if you're not going to be consistent, it's going to mess you up. I can tell right now we haven't been as consistent. We've been throwing some mediocre stuff up. and It just hasn't helped us. We need to ground and say, okay, we need to get really together and think of some really great things to do. We watch a lot. We watch a lot of content, a lot of content. And usually we're, we call it, Cheryl calls it boomerizing other people's choreography because we're 65 and we can't kick over our heads anymore and do all this. So we have to make it something that we can do. Yeah. So we love doing that because we know how to do that. And yeah, you just have to be consistent. The other thing about being an influencer, if you're not uh, talking to people, how we get a lot of our stuff, either people are asking us to wear their clothes and dancing or whatever it is, or go to their restaurant, or if you're a food blogger or whatnot, you have to DM these people. You have to talk to these people. You have to say, do you want to collab? We have a young man that wants to collab with us right now, and we've got to find the time to do that. And he would be a good person to collab with. 
you've got to talk to people. And you also have to Instagram. You can go Instagram live. I would suggest that. I would do TikTok lives and really talk to your followers, the people that want to be friends with you, the people that are your fans that cheer you on. We have regulars from, it will be three years in March and I'll be 66 by that time next month. And we have people that follow us that have followed us from the get-go that we know and we're happy to see and that we talk to. And we have one person, Tracy, that has sent us stuff from Oklahoma because she knows I'm from Oklahoma. And so there's just a ton of stuff that people can do to be consistent. And if it's not, I can't, I'm not posting today. You can sit there and while you're learning and scrolling, oh, I like this restaurant. Let me DM them and tell them I'm a blogger and would they be interested? Have you gotten a manager? Agents have been great. They negotiate our price point. They are our cheerleaders. They're 25. The main one is our original agent of 45 years son. That Cheryl's got this picture of this little kid being at a birthday party and he's holding a ball. And that's our agent now. That your agent. <laughs> yeah. So go to mixers, go to anything that you can find about what you want to do and meet people, meet people. I love it. So you're saying consistency is about practicing and just doing the thing over and over that creates creativity solutions. You talked about promoting yourself, right? Like all those things you shared, like you have to be willing to promote yourself and be proud about what you're doing and share it with the world. And Put yourself out there. And I think that could be really scary for people. Yet the more you do it, the better you get. And then that's how you make those connections and build those relationships and create a following. And so I think that's huge. And you've done that very well. That's a funny thing that you bring up on Instagram and on TikTok. We can do that because we don't know a lot of people. Now on Facebook, that's where all of our friends are. And they're our age. Most of them are our age. They're not on TikTok. And so it's, what are you guys doing? So we'll throw a TikTok to the old people. They just, they don't get it. They're like, why are they dancing? Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's cute. And we were at a mixer the other night and somebody actually came up to me and said, so do you actually make money doing this thing? It's really interesting that people, one, have the nerve to ask you if you're making money, right? And we know that from our other job too, but our other business. But yeah, you just, you don't get it unless you learn it. I think people think, oh, I'm just going to be on Facebook. I don't want to be on TikTok and I don't want to be on Instagram. No more social media. You're missing out. You're not growing as a human being, especially at my age, if you want to stay current. You would be on Instagram. You have to be on TikTok to see what the younger group of people are doing because that's their formats. And if you want to stay relevant to a certain degree, I feel that's something that you have to do. I and that's or else huge. you're like, what's TikTok? Yeah, it's huge. And it's okay to not know yet. If, like you said, if you want to keep yourself current and relevant and promote yourself and be in business and be an entrepreneur. It's just the way that it is, right? And so being willing to let go of doing it always the way that we've done it before doesn't always work. And you talked a little bit about adversity and I want to chat about that because I think to your question too, why do people know what they want yet they don't take steps to get to it is 
because a lot of people let adversity and obstacles get in the way. And there could be some big things that happen in people's lives that can derail us and throw us off and throw us off our course. And I know you've had some really serious things happen in your life that could have caused you to stop living your life to the fullest. And so can you chat about that? Like when people get faced with adversity, how do you keep moving forward? I think everybody's adversity is different. An obstacle will be different and and they'll handle it differently. For me, I lost my only son as he was 31 and it did shut me down. It shut me down for years. And every grief book I've read and things I've heard, it shuts people down for years. So I was very kind to myself and I did allow myself to go with it and to be in that place, even if it was for years. I kept, I got up, I would meditate, I would do stuff to attempt to keep myself from really going down a rabbit's hole. And I think you have to give yourself grace. So give yourself a little bit of time and know that life is great and it's a mystery and it can be magical and exciting. And I think you have to allow things to come into your life. Like that 63rd birthday, I was finally at a place I was going to allow something to come into my life to, to send me on a different path. And that day also, I was going to have a, me- I was going to do a Zoom with a medium because I really, she talks to Kelly, yeah. my son. And so I was really looking forward to that. So it's just, you have to be open to all possibilities and stay open. And, and not get hard. I don't think I ever got hard and really felt sorry for myself, but that's where personal development comes in. We're yeah. not victims. I wasn't a victim. Yeah, it I was, was just life and you were moving through it and that's what was happening at that time. And I wasn't going to be a victim. I just needed to take my time. Yeah, I love that. And something I notice about you, you've always had this, you and Paul, your husband, you guys have, in my opinion, always lived life to the fullest. You're those friends. And my mom says to me all the time because she follows you on Facebook, right? And she's like, how Beth and Paul, they're so busy all the time. <laughs> like she's, always, she's like, how do they do it? How do they keep it up? Yet what I feel has shifted in you in these last few years is you're still living life to the fullest, yet you have this bit of, I don't care what other people think, not in a bad way, but in a, I'm going all in. Like you talked about that fearlessness. Let's, let's just do it. Let's go for it. Like I am in, I'm not worried about what that person's saying or this person's saying, I'm doing me. And so speak to that a bit, because I think like, when did that magic happen where you're like, that's it, I'm all in? It was truly intuition for one, for this last couple of years. And we are slowing down, I can tell. We take our time off. We like to go. We do it not all the time. We have been at home like laying down. You always enjoy life. You're always enjoying life. Yeah, there's a you're, Wait, there's a difference with how you're going about it. It's like Oprah. Everything. Make it special. Especially Paul is really good at that. We ended up having single women that had lost their husbands over all Christmas because my mom just passed in November. So I didn't go home to Colorado. We made beautiful dinners and tables and so that people would feel special, make, make it special, make it magical. It's, if you're going to do it right, 
And when we do want to go and do stuff, have fun. We love to laugh. We love to, we are just planning an outing today that we are going to go to this light show through this park. Plan things. Get out of your comfort zone. Do different stuff. We're planning to be moving. We're going to sell this house. We have to move back into the Burbank house. It's all, then we're going to move to the beach. That's our dream. We're still going to do this. And it's just a matter of when. We have one life to live. And I know personally that you can die young. So you might as well live it up, baby, because you never know. And we just had that good friend, Rick Giadai, had everything, every, everything going for him. Everything, the money, the career, the young, beautiful, smart, gorgeous wife, the traveling. He had everything. Bam, gone. Yeah. And so I think people really have to think about this to a certain degree. And I know it sounds morbid. However, you've got one life, and we hear that all the time. You've got one life to live. Make the most of it. We don't make the most of it every single day. But, and when we do, we make the most of it. Yeah, and I think what you do well is you have plans. You're moving in a certain direction, yet when you're in the plan, like when you're in the day, when you're in the thing, when you're with the person, you are present. And I think that's how we allow life to slow down and have it be magical is you're present with whoever you're with. You and Paul, your husband, are so well at that of making the people that you're with feel special because you're present. And I think that's really important, too. And Beth, just to wrap up, I've just so loved having you on the show. Everything you've shared is so inspiring. And I I wish everybody could have you as a friend because their life would be so much more fuller. No, for real. You just and your sense of humor is hilarious. You're so much fun. You just have so much heart. And so what would you share to somebody who's listening who they want to make a change? They've got something stern inside them. They want to take their life to the next level, yet they just don't know how or they don't know what to do. What would be three pieces of advice, for example, that you would give someone to to just take the leap of faith? Congratulations if people have a story and that if you have a feeling this is what I want to do, then go for it and take little steps. They don't have to be big and they don't have to be expensive. Open a TikTok account, open a Instagram account. If that's where you want to go, just start that way. Start educating yourself to a certain degree. It doesn't have to be expensive. Start looking at different stuff and then get an idea and write it down. Write down what you want to create. So I would love to be doing this. I'd love to be doing this. I am doing this. I am doing that. And really see this broad picture of what you would like to create in your life and how it will look. And then I would seriously get personal development. I would so get personal development. I don't see how people do not do that. And every time I have a friend go through the size seminars, just one thing, I'm not pushing it. I don't get money from it or anything. They always come out going, wow. Yeah. Wow. I learned a lot. Learned yeah. a lot. But yeah, small steps. I love it. I love it. And then you may just end up a TikTok sensation at the age of 66. <laughs> yeah, never know. Crushing it, right? Crushing it. I love it. Okay, Beth, where can people find you? So if people wanted to start following you and check you out and uh, connect with the, the baby boomers, tell us about that. 
And we're on TikTok as da, D-A-B-A-B-Y boomers, all one word, da baby boomers on TikTok and Instagram, just the same. And there are pictures of Cheryl and I. She has dark hair. I have white hair. And on YouTube, it's the baby boomers slash Beth and Cheryl. So that's our YouTube handle. And we do put up longer formats on YouTube. Okay, cool. And I'll put all of your links and information to where people can find you in the bio and the show notes so that they can get over. And then is there anything coming up that you want to talk about promoting? What do you got coming up on the go? Oh, my gosh. So Cheryl and I, it's not the baby boomer related, but we just did a Netflix thing that's coming out with Nicole Kidman and Dakota Fanning. It's got a, a series. I can't say what it is, but we danced with the choreographer that choreographed us on the Grammys. Wow. And then, yeah, so much fun. And then we are going to Vegas in April and Casey and Aaron and my friend Casey Council and her sister Aaron Council are going to go with us. And we're the top five in our category, which is group rhythmic. And we are nominated and we're up with like people that have millions and millions of followers. We're the oldest and we're also the group that has the fewest followers. So that's that. really exciting. They have a pool party, all this stuff that we have to go through. And then we'll be going to VidCon. And anybody that's interested in social media, I would go to VidCon. It's in Anaheim in June. So those are just those few things. Oh my gosh, I love it. Keep dancing, keep inspiring everybody. And just so grateful to have you as a friend. And like I said, somebody I consider family. And thank you so much for being here today, Beth. Love you to pieces. Love you too, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed that awesome episode with my good friend, Beth Bowles. She's such an inspiration. And my hope is that what you took from that conversation is that you can start again, restart, reinvent yourself at any time. And if you're itching to do something different or you feel like your path's ended with what you're currently focusing on, it's okay. You will figure it out. It's just about having the courage and taking the next steps. Even if it's just that you want to level up with what you're currently doing, it's all possible for you. And thanks you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, go on and leave a review. I would really appreciate it. And just know that I'm going to be dropping episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesday will be solo cast, so it'll be me giving you some tips and guidance that hopefully will resonate with you and support you in your business and your goals and your personal life. And then on every Thursday, I'll be doing guest interviews that equally will be amazing and hopefully give you some inspiration as well. So thanks so much, you guys, for tuning in and just have an awesome week.